You're listening to Gleanings, the monthly newsletter from Strategies at Work, podcast edition, March 1st, 2011. Upcoming events. The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar. Struggling to find meaning, purpose, and satisfaction in life? Everyone does, but few have answers. This seminar will equip you with tools and a methodology for discerning your divinely ordained life purpose. Don't miss this opportunity to learn biblical principles that will help you discover your destiny. Peace, joy, and satisfaction will be yours only if you find and fulfill your life purpose. This event will be presented in both live and virtual settings. The next live event will be held each Tuesday evening, April 12th through May 24th in Novato, California and August 2011 in Dallas, Texas. The next webinar will be held in the fourth quarter of 2011. See the website strategieswork.com for details. A special BTS webinar, Financial Management Part 2. This 12-session webinar will be a continuation of the teaching on a biblical worldview of money. The next webinar will be held March through May 2011, presented in 12 weekly sessions. The BTS webinar Selling from a Biblical Worldview. Every organization must communicate its value proposition to potential customers and clients through a sales process. Given that people are by nature sinners, how do organizations sell to sinners? What biblical principles should be practiced? The next live event will be held April 22, 2011 at Glen Eagles Country Club in Plano, Texas. The next webinar will be held in June 2011, presented in three weekly sessions. These are challenging economic times. There is much fear in the world. Now more than ever, people need to understand the power of building their lives on Christ. Only faith in Christ can provide sustained victory over fear. If you need help in learning how to walk with Christ, Strategies at Work has consultants in various parts of the world. These consultants are equipped to help you grow in Christ and to find and fulfill your divinely ordained life purpose. Please contact them or contact the Strategies at Work home office if you would like our help. See the website strategieswork.com for details. And now, Dr. Chester brings us the message titled, Does Sexual Sin Have a Price? On a recent broadcast of The Tonight Show, Leno and another gentleman took questions from the audience regarding male-female relationships. One young lady asked about the appropriate time in a dating relationship to have sexual intimacy. Leno chauvinistically responded that men want it as soon as possible. He treated the, this moral issue with triviality, but it is a serious moral matter with significant implications both socially and economically. The latter will be the focus of this article. In the 21st century, biblical values as the standards of conduct are being eliminated in the name of personal freedoms. This is particularly true in North America, but I find it is also a global reality. The rejection of biblical values is based on an assumption. We humans presume that we can reject biblical values without consequences, specifically economic consequences. This is a big assumption and one that needs to be explored. So let's consider the question, does sexual sin have an economic price? To help us answer the question, consider the nascent company Ashley Madison, a company that started in 2002 with the tagline, Life is short, have an affair. The Canadian-based company focuses on facilitating affairs by using the internet to connect people. 
Operationally, the company employs more than 100 workers who care for customers and maintains six websites. In 2010, the company's revenue was nearly $60 million with a profit margin of $20 million. There are many people who oppose a business that facilitates adulterous affairs. For example, Fox Sports declined to air an Ashley Madison commercial during the Super Bowl. Ashley Madison CEO Noel Bitterman spent considerable time promoting and defending the company. Even Bitterman's wife defends the company by claiming that their personal values are not consistent with the company's value proposition, which she says is simply a tool to make money. So here's another major presupposition. A person can have two value systems, one for home and the other for work. A corollary assumption is that it's okay to compromise your personal value system to make money. Bitterman's amoral response to his critics is that Ashley Madison is simply servicing a need. This defense reflects Bitterman's apparent belief that biblical values no longer apply, and there are no consequences for rejecting biblical values. In defending himself, he would probably note that his company is highly profitable, but this defense ignores the consequences, specifically financial consequences others may suffer. Let's look at the bigger picture and consider some of the economic impact of adultery on society. First, fees to Ashley Madison. The entry price into the process of finding an adulterous partner is not economically high, but after you find someone, the fees to Ashley Madison for the privilege of communicating and meeting the person can be very high. Rendezvous. Once you meet the person, there will be an economic cost to continue the relationship. Entertainment, trips, and meeting places. And there may be extra fees associated with attempts to hide your activities. Third, distraction and fo lack of focus. There's an economic impact associated with the distraction of an adulterous affair. Your focus in life and work will be impaired as you plot rendezvous and nefariously seek to hide your activities. If your lack of focus is impaired enough, you may be demoted or lose your job. Trust issues. Frequently a person in an adulterous affair will try to hide it, but human beings have an internal radar system known as a gut feeling. When a person tries to hide something, many times those around the person sense it. They don't know what it is, but they know something's not right. It's because it's difficult to trust a person when you feel concerned about that person, which impacts a person's potential for promotions and new employment. Anecdotally, I understand that Ross Perot, founder of EDS, would fire an employee on the spot if he discovered that the employee was, had committed adultery. Perot's reasoning was based on trust. He said if an employee will betray his or her spouse, the employee would betray the company. How about disease? One of the dangers of adultery is contracting sexually transmitted disease, STDs. These can be debilitating, even deadly. Granted, there's a perception that STDs can be managed, but the known processes are not fully reliable. If a person contracts STDs, this can impact his or her health and ability to work, both of which have economic implications. Plus, people infected with STDs infect others as well. And medical treatment for STDs can be expensive. Divorce. According to the website divorceguide.com, 75% of all divorces are caused by either money problems or adultery. Divorce leads to additional financial issues such as legal fees, counseling, and the cost of second household. Divine Response. Notwithstanding the impact of the above six issues, the biggest economic risk for adultery is the divine response. Adultery is sin and always has a price. 
Under the Old Covenant, the Israelites were strictly forbidden to engage in sexual intercourse outside of marriage. Leviticus 18. The penalties for disobedience varied from individual uncleanness to death to economic calamity. There was a direct response from God for sexual immorality. In today's world, we're not under the Old Covenant as a means of salvation from sin and acceptance with God. Christ settled this so that now salvation is a free gift based on accepting Christ alone. But the Old Covenant is still relevant to us in the sense that it provides insight into a divinely ordained moral code. Furthermore, the New Testament provides ample testimony to the truth of the Old Testament sexual moral code. Just note Galatians 5.18 and following, Ephesians 3.5 and following, and Colossians 3.5. If the moral code governing sexual relationships is the same in both the Old and New Testaments, then the consequences of disobedience might be the same. One of the Old Testament consequences for sexual sin is economic calamity. And God has no limit to his means and methods for producing economic consequences for sexual sin. People who engage in adultery reject the God of the Bible and choose to gratify the desires of their flesh. This can only lead to judgment. Apparently, bittermen and those who use the service fail to understand that God has made the rules for sexual conduct. When men and women fail to follow God's rules, there's always a price to pay. And one aspect of that price will be economic. Furthermore, it seems bitterman fails to understand the purpose of business, the fact that it is divine in nature. Business exists to fulfill the creation mandate, Genesis 1, 26-28. To be licit before God, a business must be a vehicle to do the will of God and not to support sin and rebellion against God. And to address Mrs. Bitterman's assumption that people can have two different value systems, a personal value system and a work value system, this is called hypocrisy. Pretending to be righteous, but in reality being unrighteous? Jesus had no tolerance for hypocrisy and attacked it without mercy. Matthew 23, 13 and following. We humans are integrated beings. Whatever we believe in one area of life, we believe in all areas. Claiming to be against adultery personally, but supporting adultery at work to make money is hypocrisy and a reality a lie. The truth is that Mrs. Bitterman supports adultery. In the end, Ashley Madison will be judged. It's just a matter of when. Don't be distracted by the apparent short-term financial success. It is a ruse that is deceiving Bitterman, his wife, and many others. The reality is that Bitterman is on a slippery slope to judgment as described in Psalm 73, verses 16 through 19. The only way to stop the slide is to repent and turn to Christ. True repentance would be evidenced by shutting down Ashley Madison as a vehicle to facilitate sin and proactively embracing God's code of sexual conduct. This is the only way to get lasting blessings, including financial blessings, because sexual sin, indeed all sin, always has an economic price.